The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. nerds discover your geeky haven with twink.com we've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms we carry top brands from disney funko marvel and dc star wars harry potter and much much more we also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else with all these collectible goods you're definitely gonna need a bigger boat Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a fact. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Team? No, 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 we're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel, with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced, even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Intrepid Trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike. And this is a trifecta. I got it right on all three shows this week. (laughs) (laughs) So I take the victory. Good times. Come Come on. on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, check out the homepage, mightymarvelgeeks.net. There's been some updates. I've gotten some shows up. Well, yay. (laughs) Not enough, but I still got some up. Um, check out our affiliates like Bitty Boomers. Use code Weeby Geeks for fifteen percent off your Bluetooth speakers, and they got some great ones. Um. I actually bragged about Biddy Boomers at Infocom yesterday, uh, which is a big industry, entertainment industry show for like video lighting, uh, video conferencing type stuff, audio, right? Uh, telecom, whatever. Um, there, I mean, there, there, you know, a lot of people who go there, you know, pro audio vendor, you know, pro entertainment vendors, um, houses of worship, schools, college, high school, whatever. Um, Etc. If you involve, if you work around this type of gear, they, uh, you usually get, you know, this is a show you go to. So, um, it, it's, it's great and made a lot of great connections and talked about bitty boomers quite a bit to a few people. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I got these Bluetooth headsets, but I'm looking for a great Bluetooth speaker. I'm like, I got the perfect one for you <laughs> and use code Weeby geeks for 10% or 15% off your purchase. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I did the plug. Uh, Red Flag Workshop. Got some great stuff from them. Uh, use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase. Mm. Uh, also, too, um, use code Wookie for 10% off your purchase for all your lightsaber needs at Rebel Sabers. Why yeah. this one? Well, Marvel is the official license for Star Wars comics. Mm. So why not? You can plug them, too. Exactly. <laughs> you can plug them, too. Mm-hmm. I would, I would love to do, um, I, I would love to see Ryan at Red Flag Workshop do, uh, do at least one, um, quote unquote, national park patch for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Tahiti? No. Oh, okay. Two. <laughs> Tahiti would be a good one. Yeah. Tahiti, Magical National Park. Oh, I'm going to have to send him that one now. Um, <laughs> quick, quick side note, quick side note. I was playing Lego Marvel Superheroes 2 the other day. Um, actually, it's over the weekend, and you know how you hear comments from people on the street as you pass by. One of them said, "You know, I, I'd like to visit Tahiti. I hear it's a magical place." <laughs> <laughs> That's <Nice>. great. That's great. <laughs> I'm gonna have to upgrade, update our Colson um, picture with, uh-huh. with the with the newer uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks logo on his tablet. Yeah. <laughs> Just a a side note, if you can find this game, this game is very good. It's a very underrated game, uh, in my opinion. It's it's not very new. I think I got it when it was like on deep, deep discount from the PlayStation Store. But if you get it, it, it's a lot of fun. Oh, the Lego games in general are fun. Yeah, and this one, it has some very deep dives into the character vaults. I mean, you have you can play as Howard the Duck. You can play as Four Bushman. You can play as Squirrel Girl, Chipmunk, Hunk, or Koi Boy. Oh, they even pulled out the Rawhide Kid, Kid Colt, and Arizona Annie. Wow! Wow! I haven't heard those names in forever. Uh huh. I mean. I'm trying to My only experience with the Rawhide Kid was the Marvel Max book that was like, wow. And I was like, I didn't realize that this was a Marvel character. <laughs> I, I'm now checking to see which, which Marvel, Lego Marvel game I have from, uh, that, okay, I have Lego Marvel superheroes. I need to get two. Okay, yeah. The first one's pretty good. Yeah, I, I've been having fun second, with it. The, the second one, the the second one it's got Kang is the the um, as the main villain and he pulls in a bunch of different worlds into what he calls Chronopolis. So you have Manhattan, you have mm. Wakanda, you have Xandar, you have ancient Egypt, you have the Cree homeworld. Oh wow! You have Sakar, Asgard, Atalan. And also, um, New York Noir. Wow. Man. And Lemuria. So, yeah, they're all together. Mm. And uh, makes for pretty wild, uh, pretty wild scenery. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Well, um, hmm. yeah. and um, what system was that for? Okay. It was I, my system. I have it on PS4. <laughs> but. I think it's available on others as well. Let me see. 
Uh, see, I do most of mine on PC, where I do majority of my gaming. Okay, I see it for Steam. I see it for Nintendo. Oh, here we go. Uh, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows, Xbox One. Oh, okay. Well, I got uh, the PA4, so... Yeah. And it came out in November of 2017. So it's it, it it's got some years on it, but it's still fun. Yeah. Right? I um actually I went I went way back uh this weekend myself and I I started playing X-Wing again. Oh. Um Yeah, so um I I that it, you know, I had to knock a little rust off the stick, but I still kind of got it. Um I'm and I have to admit, uh, there's this part of me that's like, uh, I'm like, did Poe Dameron have to go through all this? I'm pretty sure <laughs> Luke didn't have to go through all this either. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just from the the trials, uh, for uh, just oh, yeah, the yeah. X wing. I mean, because then there's the the A wing, the Y wing, and the B wing on this version too. So. If I get, I I have it through EA Origins, mm-hmm. uh, and I may have. I think I have X Wing Tie Fighter and X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried playing with my gamepad. Uh, mm-hmm. I need to get a flight stick. No. I need a flight you, stick. Yeah, you have to get a flight stick. I I got a really good one, and like okay, and I didn't pay an arm and leg for it either, and uh, it, it, it it's great. It is great, and um, you'll have to sh- tell me where you got it later. I, I will, I will. So, but I, yeah, I, w- a- I wish they made a wireless flight stick. Oh, that would have been nice. I was, I was kind of low key looking for something like that, uh, or like a Wi-Fi one, but a wire, like I said, a wireless one. But I didn't. But the one I got, I'm, I'm happy with. It's uh, sensitive, and it's uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, any issues? Any issues that I'm experiencing is pilot errors, not the equipment. So, <laughs> yeah, because I, I almost want the same flight. I, I almost want to use the flight stick on uh, Star Wars Squadrons as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so start off the show. <laughs> we sad news. Um, John Romita Senior has passed away. Man. That's, a, a legend. That is sad news. A, a legend. Uh, I did not know he was known as Jazzy to, to most of the people in the bullpen. And no, I didn't know that either. I didn't either. Um, of course, Romita's work has been inspirational in quite a few MCU stuff as well. Um, you know, he brought now uh, many iconic characters to life, such as Wolverine, Black Widow, Punisher, Kingpin, Luke Cage, Spider-Man, Mary Jane. Uh, while he did not necessarily create a lot of these, he he brought them to where we know them as today. And his his work, I mean, he he was the man drawing the wedding up the wedding issue of Spidey and Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. So uh, his his Peter Parker is is that most people know is the one that Ramada mm-hmm. had done. Uh, from various people in Marvel, uh, John Ramada Sr. was in, was an incomparable, incomparable artist who brought so many iconic Marvel characters to life on the page and set the tone and look 
of Marvel's comics for decades. His version mm-hmm. of Spider-Man has inspired so many of us at Marvel Studios. Our thoughts are with his family and generations of artists and fans who fell in love with this characters he drew, Kevin Feige. Uh, one of the highlights of my career was working with John Romita Sr. I could not believe that my 25-year-old self was working and interacting with him, and that made it even better, was he was such a considerate and kind. He was so considerate and kind, something that has stuck with me ever since. Among other memories with him, uh, it was one of the rare moments where you meet one of your heroes and you exceed your expectations in every possible way. His contribution to Marvel's pantheon and culture are immense. He will be sorely missed. He was a great and kind man who truly made the world a better, pl- a better place. The deepest condolences to Virginia, Johnny, and the Romita family. Mm. Dan Buckley, president of Marvel Entertainment. Mm. Um. I was recently able to fawn over some of John Romita Sr.'s original Spider-Man pages, and the word that kept popping into my mind as I marveled over his line work was timeless. His style was such a departure from what had come before, which John did say made him nervous. But he did he but one that came to define the look of Peter, Spider Man, MJ, Gwen, everyone else in their orbit. Uh and the same was true for every Marvel character John designed, penciled, and inked. Whether as an artist, art director, John's work influenced generations of comic book artists. With his with his passing, the comic industry loses a true legend. But just like his artwork, his legacy will remain timeless. CB Sabolsky. Uh, of course, editor in chief. Uh, when you close your eyes and picture Spider Man, you're probably picturing a John Romita senior Spider Man. From his debut of the character in Amazing Spider Man number 39, the subsequent 50 issues of art, more than 100 covers, and the work he did on the newspaper strip, John defines Spidey for generations of Marvel around the world. Mm hmm. That would be enough for anyone else, but John was also an excellent art director, fantastic father, doting grandfather, and a gentleman. All of us making Spider-Man comics and Marvel comics in general work in his shadow and strive to live up to the example of the legend jazzy John Romita. Nick Lowe, executive editor, Marvel Entertainment. Man. Mm. I thought, I, I have the book, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. Yes. And I thought, I, I was... I was certain that John Romita Sr. was the one that had done the illustrations. Actually, it was John Buscema. So, wrong John. Wrong John, yeah. But, I mean, the style that you see in that book is very similar mm-hmm. oh, yeah. to, uh, to his stuff. So, JRS definitely, um, he set the new standard for Spidey. Right. And he set the standard for pretty much the entire company. Yeah. yeah. I, Man. I am now thinking, and I guess since we're all gathered, we'll put it to a vote from this point forward, the mighty Marvel geeks, non-award for best artist, the John Ramita senior memorial, the, the John Ramita senior best artist award. Okay. Award. I'm good with it. Yeah. It will be the first one to now have a more advanced title in mm. honor of such a legend. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if we sit down and think of some of the others, we could probably do the same thing with some of the others. Right. Mm-hmm. The Stan Lee Best Editor, the Jack Kirby Best Overall. Yeah, we can. I, I mean, we we we, we could go through. I mean, I, I'm you know, I'm stretching on these, but I think for Best Artist, not to knock Kirby, because Kirby was brilliant as well. But I think mm-hmm. the John 
but for the modern era, it's Ramita Senior that established where we're at today. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I think I think it would be great for us to honor him with that. Yeah. If you really w- if you really want to find some way to memorialize for every award that we give, I think I think we need to do to to sit down and hammer this out when we're not recording. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Speaking of recording, today we are recording on June fifteenth. Yeah. That just happens to be somebody's 27th wedding anniversary. It really does. Yes. Wait, wait uh, who? Uh, I have no clue who you're talking about. It's it's your <laughs> wife's wedding anniversary, dude. Oh. Just just so you know. Not not to me, but to someone oh, well, else. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> happy anniversary to, uh, to Happy you. anniversary, man. And uh you treat do something very nice for her because she's letting you record on the day right well we 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 have a rule or yeah it's kind of a rule if if our anniversary falls monday tuesday i take the weekend off before if it falls thursday friday i take the weekend after off if it's on wednesday i tell her she gets to decide now if it's on a saturday or a sunday obviously i'm taking that weekend off mm-hmm. so um we're celebrating this weekend and we're already making plans for for stuff for saturday good okay so, Good. So yeah, but my anniversary present from her is my new computer desk that's coming. Actually, nice. Guys, nice. This thing is—it's a nice desk, and I can't wait to geek it out. And uh, with with the monitor shelf, my Intrepid Trio minifigs are going on the monitor shelf like they always do. They're going to be right there in, with the monitors. So because I don't, I don't know if you're going to be able to see them now, but I have them right here. Okay. I, oh yeah. Kind of. I. Hmm. Ever since you sent us these, Eric, I treasure them. They stay on my computer desk. They don't go anywhere else. They stay right there. Hopefully, the next thing I send you, you both you guys, uh, will will have a similar place of honor. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. I still want to find at some point. I, I'm looking, just trying to find Shield Agent figures and and do us up as Shield Agent action figures. <laughs> so, but. Mm-hmm. Um, this week's been crazy, you know, because of the writer strike with the upcoming SAG after strike, um, Marvel studios ups, updates their theatrical release schedule, right? At least it's not as drastic as avatar yeah. mm-hmm. 25. Well, let, let's, let's think about this. <laughs> that How long it. did we have to wait for the first sequel to avatar? Yeah. Right. And it was pushed back. Anything How many times? Two decades is... Is ahead of schedule. Well, I, I think it's funny. Marvel actress Zoe Zendala, who is also in Avatar, she said, "I'm going to be 53 when the final film comes out. That's 2031." Being 53 <laughs> isn't such a bad thing. No, but you know, considering what the age of the character is supposed to be. Bad thing. <laughs> you know, she's lucky the character is a CGI character, right? But still, that's a long time. Mm. I mean, last film, the last film, Avatar 5, 2031. Like, insane. But Marvel, um, Captain America, Brave New World moves from May 3rd to July 26, 2024. To me, I think the missed opportunity was it should have come out July 4th weekend at that point. Right. What's more patriotic than Captain America and a Brave New World? <laughs> uh, previously... The July 26th date has been moved to December 20th, 2024 for Thunderbolts. 
So I'm kind of liking this idea that next year we're only getting two films, not mm-hmm. the three. Right. That we know of. That we know of. And I'm okay with that. That it's it's a, it's slowing down the pace for Marvel. And I think that's good. I think right. that helps slow down overload. Yeah, um, and I think we have talked about this before in previous issues about how it's just being oversaturated. Yeah. Right. Uh, Blade, which was coming out September 6, 2024, is being moved to Valentine's Day, 2025. Uh, all right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what? how else do you say Happy Valentine's Day than with a daywalking vampire who, who, who's near and dear to our hearts? Well, yeah, but the, original, the original date was going to be on my birthday. I was really excited about that, but okay. <laughs> uh, the untitled Deadpool movie moved from 11-8-24 to 5-3-24. It's being moved up? Re- really? Mm-hmm. So I guess we are getting three films next next year. That's that's interesting. Uh, Fantastic Four. Previously, re- previous date was Valentine's Day, twenty twenty five. Now February second, twenty twenty five. Huh? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Hold on. So we're getting Fantastic Four and Blade both in the same month. No, Blade moved from September twenty September six, twenty twenty four to two fourteen twenty five. Right, Fantastic and then, four is going from two fourteen twenty five to five two twenty five. Oh, five two. Okay, then. All right. Then after Fantastic Four, we're going to go Avengers: The King Dynasty, which was coming out five two twenty five. It's moving to five one twenty six. Okay. Avengers: Secret Wars, previously five one twenty six, is now five seven. 27 man not not that bad i know it's just this weird that as these things uh, as these things move along i i just see myself getting closer and closer to 60 <laughs> you just called eric old no i'm just saying me eric I, just called eric old <laughs> of course he didn't do it out loud i mean guys i'm pre- i'm pretty sure eric is thinking the same thing too i'm thinking senior discount at the movie theater yeah, you know, I, I've since I do, I buy my tickets online. I've almost done that online. Just went ahead because they never verify it anymore. I've been very tempted to go. I'm buying a senior ticket. The place that does my hair charges me the senior rate. They and they've never they have never once asked, you know, do you qualify? They they just look because those of you who know what I look like, I look like I'm like in my 60s. Maybe nudging 70 because the hair got gray and it did not just halfway get there. Right. I use the Obi-Wan Kenobi, the original trilogy, Obi-Wan Kenobi Lego head for when I do versions of me and Lego. And it's not far off the mark, is it? No. You no. Used, you used Stark with me. Yes. On this one. Because that, that kind of fit your that kind of fit your goatee. I'm yeah, trying to remember who I used for Falcon for uh, for Kylan. It may have been Falcon. Ah. I know some of the newer uh, Doctor Strange heads would work for me as well. Yeah, yeah, you're getting a little salt in that goat. Yep. <laughs> um, We're getting old, gentlemen. I know. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> thirsty will never age a day. No, she it, will not. As Zoe pointed out to me yesterday, I'm becoming mild, 
mildly ancient. Oh my gosh. Mm. And, I bet it was hard to hold on to your dignity there. Oh, I put her in her place. <laughs> like, uh, no, 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 no. That ain't funny. Great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and she's great got, hair. She's got sarcasm. You guys know how her sarcasm is. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She trained her well. Live, it was hereditary. I mean, so here's the thing. Like, you know, I think if we look at, uh, you know, there, there's the whole thing, you know, like, well, you know, you guys are getting up there, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? If you look at the Kung Fu, if you, because I love my Kung Fu movies, if you look at Kung Fu movies, the older someone is, the less you want to mess with them. I, I will tell you, um, with work, I mean, we, we've hired a lot of younger kids at work. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I say kids, <laughs> which I can now because I could be their father. <laughs> and I remember 25 years ago, there were there were techs who I worked with who I respected a lot that I realized I could be your son. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have come full circle and, and hit that with me. Um, but I... I try and position myself of just because I'm older doesn't mean I'm not going to look out for you. Right. Uh, no, I still try and give them respect. And I, and I try and push, push it where I get the respect from them. And with most of them, they do. And a lot of it has come from me being a smart ass. <laughs> Language. Okay. A smart, smart aleck. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not sorry. And I'm not sorry. And, but and I, I use the cap quote. I get to use the cap quote. I I, ha, I have I have done it on purpose. One because of COVID and everything else, just initial survival. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, it it helps it, it helps me just break the tension with them and let them realize. Look, I respect whatever they're doing. Show me the same, and 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 I'll teach you everything I could teach you to make you a better right. per- to make you a better person. And a lot of them, that's it. Still fits what they're wanting, and that's to be a better tech. So I will teach you know if you're willing to l- listen to the experience I have to give, I can speed things up for you. Mm-hmm. But don't cross him. Oh no, I, I tell him uh, that too. Don't it's like, you dare cross him, boy. I, I always tell him I've got your back until you stab until me you in it. until you stab me in it. Once you stab me in it, forget it. It's done. So as um, it should be. But going back to Avatar, Avatar three twenty twenty December twenty twenty five, Avatar four December of twenty twenty nine, Avatar five December of twenty twenty of twenty thirty one. Whereas mm-hmm. Star Wars, of course, we know some of this is going to have some crossover with the comics. Uh, Star Wars moves the first untitled Star Wars film moves to December nineteenth, twenty twenty five. So it's going to come out the same day as Avatar three. I'd love to see that box office take. I don't see that happening. <laughs> one of them is going to get shifted a week at least a week right you know I, if they I, don't I, I, i'd be curious to see which one takes the box office that on that day because i know where i'm putting my money i'm going to star wars over avatar so uh the second movie gets moved to may 22nd 2026 with the third one december 18th 2026 we talked about this on wookie radio mm-hmm. movie releases are too close together right because if the first one gets the last Jedi, Jedi treatment, it kills the second. If the second one ends up with the last Jedi type treatment from the fans, it kills the third one. And none of the and all of these are 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 new stories. They're not episodic films unless these are first films of a new trilogy. In, in as we know, 
We know the three films. One is involving Rey, but again, not episodic. One's going to be about the dawn of the Jedi, the early beginnings, which could turn into a, a trilogy if they go that way. And one's going to be the Filoni-verse or the, the Mandoverse crossover, which could turn into a potential trilogy, which I almost hope they don't. I just hope this is a, a wrap-up film of all the series before they go on to a new time period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these are all too close together. Right. Instead of May, instead of the second film in May, it should be September. And then the third one, instead of being that December, needs to be the following May. Put more time between, not about nine months in between. Right. Or just go December, 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 25, 26, 27. I, I would be in favor of that, actually. If you're going to do that, cool. Then the next Star Wars film after 2026 needs to be at minimum 2028. You hit us with three in a right. row, give us two years before the next film. Two, three years. Hmm. Because that's what we as Star Wars fans are used to. Film, right. three years later, another film. Three years later, another film. That way it becomes an event. Not five films in five years like we had. Hmm. Right. So, so different let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. Okay. How? What frequency would you think is the right one for Marvel movies? Uh, for Marvel? I kind of like the how they're almost taking the same approach as Disney or Disney Pixar. Um, one per one in every one in the first half of the year, one in the second half of the year. Okay. Or first quarter, fourth quarter. So you're you're basically saying two a year. Two a year. Yeah. Okay. Or if you're going to target it, May and Christmas, that time period. That way it gives that six months, six, eight months in between. Hmm. I could I could do with I could hear with that, yeah. I could hear with that. I I could uh, be down with that. I, that's what I would do. Make Marvel the summer blockbuster event and the Christmas break event or Christmas season event. So whether it's May December or May Thanksgiving weekend, round that time, May, and then if it's Thanksgiving weekend, great Thanksgiving weekend. If it's Christmas, when is most of the schools coming out for the holidays? Put it there. That way, kids are out of school. Boom, hit them up, hit them hard. Hmm. That's what that's what I would do for Marvel. If you're if we're gonna cut back, and then if you're gonna add a film in between Labor Day weekend, start the summer in the summer, holiday break. Well, what about all right? So I know this is strictly movies that we're talking about, but shouldn't there? Do you think that they're going to have something in place for the series as well? Probably. And if you do that series, late January, early February start Mm -hmm. running through February, March, maybe beginning of April. Next one starts up in June. Mm -hmm. And then the last one starts up either end of September or beginning of October done by Thanksgiving or done before the next film. But you do two to three shows on Disney plus and they're, they're sitting in between the movies. I would do something similar. I would probably just have two Disney Plus series, and you basically take the midpoint between, like, like say you have one at the end of May, like Memorial Day weekend, a right. movie. Right. You do that, and right in time for Christmas. Okay. Right. You basically take that chunk of time between, like, New Year's Day and Memorial Day. Take the middle. That's when you start your series, and you do the same between first of june and end of the year and you put in another series 
And I say, let's just expand the series to let's go, let's go full mid season time length. Let's do 13 episodes instead of okay. eight. Okay. I would be happy with just 10. See, I, I like the idea of 13 because that's what typical, what the typical mid season replacement run lengths are. It's the 13 I know, episodes. I'm just, I'm just saying I would be happy with 10 because it's more than what we normally get. Right. Right. I'm trying to help the writers mm-hmm. and put them on par with uh, the normal shows on a normal TV with the streaming. I'm trying to help them out. I, I don't know that that's helping them. No, but that's that's just that's just me being salty. It, it I think it does help them because it's all because they already have it in in their contracts as it is of when they're doing a full season run which is usually 22, 24 episodes. Right. And when they're doing mid-season runs, which tend, or, or summer runs, which tends to be 13 episodes, mm-hmm. 12, you know, 11 to 13 episodes, that gives them more back, it puts them back into contention than what they've had with, with streaming shows where it's six or eight episodes, not even qualifying as a full season. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it almost brings back a standardization. Right. Again, and forces the streaming companies to actually care about the content. Not that the content hasn't been bad. Well, there's quite a bit out there that's horrible. <laughs> I'm going to keep my comments to myself here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to write that one show. <laughs> I said I would never call you out on the show, and I meant it. <laughs> I said I would never accuse you of being lazy writing. Just kidding. I don't think he is for Thursday. Um, so yeah, that that's some interesting thoughts that we've got going on. I do say I do agree with you in that writers, creators, and especially executives need to care about their project. Yes, right. Because I mean, if you have a writer that's really just in it for the paycheck, you're not going to get. Very high quality. No, 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 we're not. And, and I, I think that has been proven in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to care about your subject. You have to know your subject. Mm-hmm. Are you sure. listening, Roseanne? Oh, <clears throat> did I go there? You, you did go there, I but did go there. Oh well. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, you've got to care. You've got to know. When you do that, more often than not. The audience will pick up on that. Right. And you will get, you will see a reward for it. Now, in some instances, you know, the the series gets canceled before it, uh, it actually has a chance to take off. Looking at you, Firefly. <laughs> but yeah, the those involved knew it. They loved it. And now, like 20 something years later, yeah, we're seeing that it is a cult following. The audience does care. Did we ever mention that the floor plan of Firefly is the same was used as the same floor plan for the bus? Yes, I remember that we did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just that fun tidbit. Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> yep. Uh, speaking of tangents, or going off on a tangent real quick. <laughs> Talking about Uh-oh. rewards, I I have rewards points from Disney Movie Insiders. Mm-hmm. Remember when we talked about the Disney 100 celebration covers that Marvel was going to do? Yeah, with the different Disney characters on different yes. covers. 
like Goofy is the Hulk. I picked up last week when it was offered last Wednesday. It only cost me 400 Disney Movie Insider points. I have the Infinity Gauntlet Disney Rewards coming. Nice. Or that issue with the cover, with that cover coming. Sweet. So that one, when it gets here, mm-hmm. will go in the frame. <laughs> where, where it rightfully belongs. Actually, what I want to do is find the actual Marvel cover, the Marvel issue that goes with it. At this point in time, I could care less what the condition of that comic is. It could be a little tattered. I'm okay with that. You may just have to settle for printing off a picture of it on the internet. True. And putting it and putting it in a mat. And when you put it under glass, people are not going to be as likely to notice. I won't put the two side by side. No yeah. frame. Now, but you would notice. In- yeah. I know for me, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed using those floating floating picture frames from Target, where it's the two panes of glass with mm-hmm. the border around it. Mm-hmm. I love those. It's just so cool. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, speak, going back to cool, DC kind of did it right back during the Nolan verse with their viral campaigning, like the whole thing with the Joker and Dent running for mayor and all that leading into uh, Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of doing the same. Marvel's kind of doing the same thing with Secret Invasion. Go to their website. They have a thing where it says decipher the code to watch exclusive clip. Hmm. So it says Fury, you there? Ahead of the release, a search across social media unfolded for clues to unlock an encrypted file on a secure website. And with no help from Fury himself, where is he? It's up to the viewers to untangle this web for a taste of what waits in the thrilling series. The scroll invasion has begun. No, oh, by the mm-hmm. way, guys, according to Marvel Studios, War Scroll, Mighty Marvel Geeks, is Scroll. Mm. Does that explain a lot? It yeah. actually does. <laughs> okay. Um, so take a look at the grid at the full grid above uh over on Marvel.com. Uh can you crack the code? In Secret Invade in Secret Invasion, set in present day MCU, Fury learns of a clandestine invasion of an, of Earth by a faction shape shifting scrolls. Fury joins his allies, including Everett Ross, Maria Hill, and Scroll Talos. Know whose name's not mentioned in this? I was just thinking that name. Where's Soren? I know. Hopefully, hopefully she will get a cam, at least a cameo. Right. Uh, she says she's not in it at all. That's just wrong. I, I think every week I'm going to add when we do our recap, because this show comes out next week or comes out on the 21st. I think when when we post the recap issue, I'm going to do a hashtag justice for Soren. Hmm. All right. I'm I'm with you. Oh yeah. Uh, unless they give an explanation of what happened to her in the first couple episodes or the first few times we see Talos, uh, justice for Soren hashtag justice for Soren is going to happen. Every episode that she is not shown or mentioned, and you know that may be the title of this episode tonight or this issue tonight. Hmm. It's ju- hashtag justice for Soren. Let's do it. We're going to start it now. So. I'm excited for the series, but I I have been upset that she's not in the series. I know. Even though supposedly Amelia Clark is playing her and Talos's daughter grown up. So we've aged from Captain Marvel. So if she's not in the series, there better be a very good explanation of where she's at. Hmm. Because I'm sorry, she needs to, she needed to be in the series. She did. Absolutely. So 
Um, We're not just saying that because, you know, she was very sweet and kind when she joined us on the show and not because we had like two more issues worth of material that went at down after we quit recording. Right. And we're not saying that because she is a, at least on my end, she's become a, a good personal friend of the families as well. Zoe has interviewed her twice since Mighty Marvel Geeks. Wow. Over on Adventures wow. and Geek. And one of them was for a class project. And then we've also had her on Weeby Geeks. And I will tell you, I cannot wait to meet that woman in person. Mm-hmm. And if she is wearing a mask, I will, because of her cancer and her concern about that, when we meet in person, if it means I need to wear a mask and gloves to give her a hug, Sharon, if you're listening, I will wear a mask and gloves to give you a hug. He'll even put on one of those clean suits. Look out now. Hey, no. But yeah, if I had to, I would. (laughs) (laughs) I would. So yeah, I cannot wait for the day that we meet up with Sharon and we're actually spending a day in the parks with her. Mm, Oh, dude. That, that's I, I'm looking forward to that. She showed her ears in the parks just just for fun. Oh yeah. Did you know that Sharon was in the D and D movie? Yes. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't notice it until very the brief. The, uh, yeah, the, and I was like, oh okay, hey, I know that person. They're cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love to see her in another film. Speaking of the mm-hmm. D&D film, hey, have you seen it, Eric? Not yet. I was waiting for an opportunity to where I could watch it and not support uh, Wizards of the Coast in any direct way, shape, or form. Okay. It's funny. One of my favorite Easter eggs is there near the end of the film, there's a, they, they got run this maze thing to get to the center uh-huh. type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the groups that's competing mm-hmm. is the group from the D and D cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard about that one. I've not seen it yet. It, it's, I it's, do it's awesome. It it's awesome. It's awesome. Yes. It's such a I great one. At some point. Um, I have to say Bobby got swole. I don't know how long they were, they were in that world, but Bobby's got, got some muscles. I'm like, kid, you're not even really 15 by this point, but geez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know what they're feeding them. Speaking of seeing things, new Spider-Man movie, Spider, uh, Sony announces two Marvel release dates. How we missed this earlier, I don't know. But one untitled Sony movie is now dated for November 8th, 2024. Mm. Uh, a date that was previously occupied by Deadpool 3. Mm. Uh, and then a second untitled Sony Marvel live action movie is now dated for June 27th, 2025. So the fact that the November 24th movie is not specified as live action could be the placeholder for Spider-Man beyond the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. If it would, if it were to be delayed from its current March 29th date, right. Other possibilities could be either El Murto, which is slated for January, 2024, even though it has yet to begin, or the third Venom movie, or the in-development Tom Holland-led Spider-Man 4. Okay. So, speaking of Spider-Man and Marvel, how would you guys feel? Because we haven't really seen a new Hulk film, and typically the movie would have to be made in order to keep the rights for a certain time Mm -hmm. period. But I'm wondering how much of that is since... 
Marvel's being allowed to use Hulk but can't do a standalone film that keeps pushing off that deadline. Mm-hmm. Would you want to see a universal Marvel Studios collaboration for a new Hulk movie? Um, or do we trust Universal to, to do it right? With well, you're talking to somebody who has fury level trust issues. So when I say I do not, when you ask me if I trust something or somebody, you're not going to get a positive answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just the truth. No, it's, it's right? fair. It's fair. So having said that, probably saying no. Okay, that's fair. Highland? Hmm. I think... I think that... I say I'm 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 end up end up sounding like Eric. <laughs> That's so, not a bad thing, Kylan. I I, I I I'm with Eric to be honest with you. Um, I don't I don't know. I outside okay outside of the Spider Verse movies. Um, like I I just I just think that uh you know. I'm just gonna say I I'm repeating what Eric said on that. That's where I'm at. Huh? That that's where I'm at because it's I got a lot. I, I have a complicated relationship with all of this as it is to be honest with you. So so I'm just gonna I'm say uh, I I repeat what Eric said. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, speaking of comics or going into comics, uh, there's a new Blade series being teased by Marvel. Uh, and at a press release distributed Wednesday, uh, set for next month, set for release next month from writer Brian Hill and artist Elena Austin Grande. Um, the publisher revealed what fans can expect from the series. Uh, the latest Daywalker story follows the character as he's unwittingly unleashes a dark ancient power. Mm. Blade is a, is a treasured character for me. Hill said in new interview with Polygon. Here we have an opportunity to explore his history, reveal new aspects of his world, and create a story that's brutal, sexy, and bold as it travels into the world of monsters and magic. Uh, Casa Grande added, I think the first goal of drawing a fight scene is to let it be powerful and fluid at the same time. I see fighting like dancing, so my first thought is always about choreography and then the movements that I need to make strong. Obviously, Every character needs a different choreography, a different way to fight. It's fun to personalize it. And with Blade, I'm happy to have the chance to use swords, use the swords and showcase his strength. Okay. You know, okay. I I want there I want a uh, I want I would love to see a strong Blade series. It seems that in the last couple of years or last several years, there's been many opportunities to do something with Blade. Um, I mean, at one point they even had Blade as an Avenger and, you know, that was, that lasted for a hot minute. I, I, I love Blade as a character. I do, but you know, I would love to, I would love for, for there to be a writer who's able to not reinvent the wheel, the wheel as it was, you know? Right. Um, I, I I believe Blade is a strong enough character that he can carry his own book. He should be, and that book should last longer than four or five months. You know, um, 
if this is going to be if the, I, I I I will be there for the first couple of issues for sure. Um, I just hope I just don't want to be disappointed. Okay, Eric. I I'm going to echo some of Kylan's thoughts. He is a he is a good character. He is a solid character. You get somebody who cares about the character, knows about the character, does their research about the character. It's not just it's not just a paycheck. Mm-mm. But here's the thing: Blade is not like Captain America, Mm-mm. or or even Thor for that matter. Mm-mm. And so you really don't want him intruding in the normal, you know, Biff Sock Pal four color you know, segment of the Marvel Universe. Right. No. no it's just, right. it, it, it's like you don't put Humphrey Bogart in a musical. At least you never should. It, or, or you take John Wayne and dress him up as Genghis Khan. That is something you never should do, even though people actually did do it, uh, just to show that it should never be done. <laughs> so, so Blade has a vibe that is outside of the normal superhero fare. Mm-hmm. And as long as the creative team understands that and leans into that, then I think it could be a successful series. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I mean, characters like Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, characters who live and play in that world, mm-hmm. they, they there there's a history of them having long, vibrant series. Um, I know that this is. Uh, a post-pandemic world, and for whatever reason, Marvel has now embraced uh, to you know go with shorter, shorter run series, but short attention span theater essentially. Yeah, and as far as that goes, I, I, if we were still living in the world and still uh, we were still in the place where you were, it was expected to have a 60 70 80 100 issue run i will I, I want that for blade you know um i want that for blade and i feel like it could happen for blade even if we're not even that's not the aim anymore i still want that feel for him right there are times and i know i have said this in the past it just seems like marvel is Throwing Jello at the wall to see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, not literally, of course, because I will never say, "Hey, go throw actual Jello at an actual wall." All right, I'll go put my bowl up. See that you do. We talked about this. Yum 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 yum. It's it's almost like there's very little strategy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. You know. I guess it might have been five, six years ago at this point now. There was a there was a, a, a summer series that felt like it should have been an extended series called Fury. Mm-hmm. And um, and memory serves me right. It was a focus on Nick Fury Jr. and like looking at his past and all that good stuff. 
And I wanted to really enjoy it, but there are times as I was reading this and it felt like, oh, you know what? We need a series with with Nick Fury. Hey, let's try this and see what happens. Um, And, you know, I think I think that might have run for four or five issues and it was done. And I feel like that that's what they do with that's what they do with. um, Okay, along with a lot of other characters, I feel like that Blade gets that treatment, too. But if this, you know, if the writer is serious about this and he really wants this to be a good, strong series, there's a lot of people and I'm not the only one. Eric isn't the only one either that really would like to see a strong, well-written Blade series. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I would love that. Um, and truly, in this article, they are saying the right things. Yes, yes. But the proof will be in the pudding, or in this case, the paper, when these issues come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could it for with our luck, it could be the writer is like infatuated with the Twilight version of vampires. Oh, dude, that's not even funny. That is not even funny, man. I think he said that so he could hear me say vampires should only sparkle right before they go. Poof. Exactly. That that's the only time they sparkle. That's the only time they sparkle. <laughs> or like when Blade sprinkles them with, um, with that uh, silver nitrate they use sometimes. There you go. There you, you know. go. <laughs> now you're making me want to go and um, go and rewatch the the movies again. Like you needed much of an excuse. Well, you know. Actually, I want oh, no. to find the Blade animated series to watch. Oh, that was so good. Unlike the, I, I mean, unlike the old, it, it's now Spike TV, but I can't remember what it was then. That series that ran there, the live action series. G4. On, it was yeah, on G4. Well, no, that was the animated series was on G4. The live action yeah. was on uh, whatever was Spike, Spike TV was before Spike. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that was horrible. The, 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 the two-hour movie was decent. But whoever whoever did the two hour movie, whoever did the series, were two completely different people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was in, like, and actually, there is a Blade four pack DVD out there that has the three movies the first in the series and the series. Yeah. Yeah. I have to so, yeah, it. No. I, if it was Blu-ray, I would have But, uh, gentlemen, final thoughts. Uh. So, in a move that will surprise absolutely nobody, uh, the current Punisher, that is the goofy-looking logo Punisher, um, issue number 12 is the last. They have killed him off. They have uh, neutered Frank Castle in pretty much any way they could. (laughs) And it's pretty much that this is... Marvel trying to bury the Punisher as deep as they possibly can, which we knew this was coming the moment, the moment he went with the hand, the moment he went with Goofy chest logo. This is where it was heading. And quite frankly, I'm surprised that it I'm surprised that it reached 12 issues. 
Do you think this is a move to kind of squash it in the pop culture realm of those who are not, who are not, who are using the logo and not really realizing what the logos, what the logo is. They're just using it because it's, oh, it's a school, cool skull logo. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is them making a statement Mm -hmm. without saying anything. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, cause like that last issue, um, his wife. So like the other day, they had resurrected his wife. Yeah, she tells him that she was going to divorce him anyway, and she just thinks that he's a terrible person, and she shoots and kills him. Um, and you know, I guess like he's like uh, a. He he ends up coming back, but like a guardian or something of like some type. Like a guardian that, angel in some kind of different plane of existence. Yeah, so I mean, uh, at the, I think Eric, Eric is right. Like, um, you know, Frank Castle is done. Um, I mean, unless they find some way to bring him back, and I don't know, is uh, make him know, a pacifist or something. Oh my goodness! If they did that, I would not. I I couldn't. Like I, I was okay. Huh? Sorry. No, what? Do, do you remember the comic strip Bloom County? Yes. Do you remember the character Steve Dallas? Yes. Do you remember when aliens kidnapped him and zapped his brain, and he became the exact opposite of what he was? Vaguely, but yeah. That's what I see the only way that Frank Castle's ever coming back. But then eventually Just, something happens and he comes back to his old self. You know, I think it, I, I think there's got to be a new there's got to be new leadership at Marvel before they let him come back as he was. Wow. Old statement. I just I don't see them bringing him back under current leadership. No. No. Um no. Whether you say that's a good thing, whether you say that's a bad thing, I'm not here to argue that. I'm just saying it's not going to happen. I agree with Eric. They, they went out of their way to destroy him as completely as possible before they killed him. Okay. Well, gentlemen, uh, no world. Mm-mm. I don't know. You're not paying attention either? No, I'm paying attention. I'm trying to do something else. Okay. Um, okay. If there's no other final thoughts, Thursday? All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Any of you guys want to take this one? Uh, nope. Just time to go dark. Fury's hiding something? He's a spy. Captain, he's the spy. His secrets have secrets. 